Good day, everyone, and welcome to Karsmanski Podcast. I'm your host, David Karsmanski, and I welcome all car enthusiasts and people just interested in automotive industry into this podcast. Today, I'll be going into the news that happened in the past 24 hours or from the time that I released my last episode yesterday. With that in mind, we don't have a particularly busy episode today. It's a Thursday, so things are dwindling down slowly for the end of the week but we have some important things to take care of. So let us get started. First up, starting with my favorite section, rumors and teasers. And the first one we have for today is Nissan that trademarked the name iPower, hinting possibly for future Infinity EVs because when it debuted ePower back in 2010, it used it with electric vehicles such as Leaf, and then in the future with Aria and with hybridized Note and Kicks. But now there is a new term in town which looks like to be iPower. The trademark was registered in the US on January 5th, 2021 and refers to an electric drive unit for land vehicles. Infinity itself has previously announced and promised to become sustainable premium brand and the company mentioned that it would use Nissan's electric platforms and the ePower electric powertrain, but Infinity setup would have a unique name and luxury specific tuning. So there's more evidence to think that iPower will be used on future Infinity models, but that is soon to come, perhaps when we see the QX60 in production version. Continuing with electrification rumors, the next one is about Lincoln Corsair that is expected to become an electric car or perhaps have an electric model in 2026. Ford definitely has announced a push in electrification with the electric F-150 coming in, obviously the Mustang Mach-E and perhaps even an electric Mustang by 2030. Well, now the new rumors suggest that Lincoln Corsair will follow the suit. It will share the platforms with other cars and Ford Motor Company's portfolio and will be produced in its Canadian plant among other five or six vehicles. The name for this model is planned to be called Corsair E, which is pretty traditional and we'll definitely hear more about it if indeed it comes true. So far, we're looking at the start date of September 2026. And finally, with a teaser coming from Audi about its very exciting electric model, of course, the e-tron GT, now we know that it will debut on February 9th this year. There are some more details about the car as well. The company said that GT in the name is for Gran Turismo and this term originally stood for sports cars that were suited for long distance races. As such, the company will prioritize this comfort and the long distance part by trying to increase the range as much as possible. At the same time, they said they're not reducing performance to the sheer output, but attributing creative importance to the efficiency in part that it will be achieved by the low air resistance factor. We don't know what it is yet, but uh, the designers and the company said that the smooth shape of the upcoming sedan will be helpful and also will be part of new design language for Audi. The company also said there's focus on sustainability with the interior using uh, lots of recycled materials and not offering any leather upholstery. So February 7 is the debut date. It will go on sale in the US in the second half of 2021 and there will be a hotter RS variant of it. Looking forward to that one. 
And that's it for the rumors and teasers, but we have some new cars to discuss. First up, let's talk about the new, newly announced Renault 5, the retro-inspired electric concept from Renault that focuses on the inspiration from the original Renault 5 that was pretty popular back in the day. And perhaps to strengthen the relationship with the original 5 even more, Renault has announced that the 5 EV will be produced in the same factory where the original 5 was produced, in northern France, in a town called Douai. The car is expected to go into production in 2023, it will be fully electric and so far features quite bold and striking design. And overall Renault says that they're planning to have the northern France as the hub for the electric vehicles and they're planning to produce more and more of them there. And there's some interesting bits about another pretty cool car that's coming out there, the Ford Mustang Mach-E. The company told us that for a benchmark of the crossover of that size, they used Porsche Macan uh, because it's one of the best performance-oriented compact crossovers with great handling and pretty powerful engine. So that's what they wanted to compete with originally. Now they have a bit more competition, specifically with Tesla Model Y, which didn't exist at the time, but now will be competing fiercely with it. But one car they didn't use as, as the benchmark is the actual Mustang, even though it's in the name. They didn't want uh, the cars to have much in common and it kind of shows in the product, the final product as well, where they just see maybe the design and the name, but essentially they're completely different cars. So once the Mackie finally comes out, we'll be able to compare. But for now, it's a pretty bold statement from Ford. Now, the very interesting cars that was revealed to us today is coming from Herten. If you remember, Herten is a Spanish coach builder and we've seen some spy shots of its close to production concept uh, that was seen on the road last week. Well, now we have the actual model. It's the Herten Grand Albison. The name is inspired by the district of Granada. That's a region in Spain. And it's as expected based on the Mazda MX-5 on the ND generation Miata. There's two versions planning. There's a conventional Roadster or a Targa, and it will be powered by a choice of two engines, 1.5 or two liter gas engines with 132 or 184 horsepower. There's two configurations available as well. Heritage that's more classically looking and bespoke that has a more sportier design. In 2021, Harden is planning to produce 30 individually numbered cars and a full reveal is coming this Saturday and the order books will be opening as well. Pricing is not yet announced, but uh, the company is looking to offer it outside of Spain with distributors in Germany, France, Norway, Italy, Russia and United Arab Emirates. So we'll see when that comes out on Saturday. Finally, there is pricing information available for the new Toyota CHR GR Sport. Well, pricing in UK. It starts at 31,395 UK pounds and what does it get you? First up it gets you some black pieces all around the exterior. It also gives you some trim bits, uh, new performance inspired 19 inch wheels and the front and rear springs that were stiffened by 10 and 15 percent respectively. For the included options you get LED headlights, heated front seats and standard. And there are two choices of engines. There's a 1.8 liter and two liter gas electric hybrid engines. 
definitely looks pretty cute, but in reality, we're all waiting for the GR Corolla to be released. Come on, Toyota, get it to us. And that's it for the new cars, but I have some official news from the industry. First off, we have the very popular Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat that is officially sold out. The company announced earlier that it's going to produce it for model year 2021, and that's what it's doing. Uh, but they decided to make a little bit more of them. Originally, they said they'll do less than 2,000, but now it's confirmed 2,000 are coming. Uh, it said that not all the models are sold out. There are still some dealers out there who will have it available, but probably for quite a pricey markup. The car is originally starting at 81,000 US dollars, but with all the options, it can get up to 100,000. And with the markup, well, probably will push over 100,000 easily. Because of course, the 6.2 liter supercharged V8, uh, which actually is the reason why it's not coming for 2022 model year as the emission standards are stricter. So that's it. It was fun while it lasted. Another car that enjoyed particular success, but is not as limited, is the Tesla Model Y, uh, where in, in California, for example, the old Tesla registrations increased by 63% in Q4 2021 compared to Q4 2019, and Model Y is the reason for that success. For example, 22,000 Teslas were sold in California in Q4 2020, and half of that 11,000 were the Model Ys, which continues to be a very popular model despite uh, some people criticizing its build quality and such, but it's a new vehicle, it's slightly bigger than Model 3 while featuring the same platform, and it offers decent range and practicality, so that's why it is successful. If it continues, we're not sure, again, as Tesla's models age, they usually sell a little bit less because the demand comes to the beginning mostly, but there's updated Model S and Y coming out soon, so that could also bring back the profitability. And continuing with the US market, there are some sad news. The Volkswagen Golf officially ends production for the US market, but not to fret, that's only the base model. The GTI and Golf R will be available here, but still sad to see the regular Golf go because it will be uh, the first time since 1974 that the US will not have the Rabbit. The move does make sense as Volkswagen probably made barely any money from the Golf importing it to the US while the higher spec versions definitely bring more profits. And also Volkswagen is focusing on the electric cars. So perhaps they're thinking of bringing some electrics to the US instead as the entry level models. So we'll see how that plays out. However, the vehicle that does sell well in the US is a big powerful truck, especially a limited edition. And as we know, the Ram, Ram T-Rex launch edition was sold within three hours of the start of the sales. There's only 702 of them coming out to commemorate the 702 horsepower that its V8 makes. But if you still want one, there's a last chance. Uh, the very first, the VIN 001, uh, will be auctioned for charity, while the original one uh, launch edition started at just over 90,000 US with options. It could be over a hundred thousand. This one perhaps will be selling for much more. The auction is on March 26 and you're welcome to check it out to see the final price that this car sells for. 
finally, some news about the Apple Car. I know it's been in the news a lot lately, but there are some more details. So the original Hyundai-Apple partnership that was reported seems to be more or less confirmed, or at least it's in the talks between the companies. But Hyundai is saying that they will not directly take care of the project. Instead, they'll task Kia to do this which makes sense as Kia is also part of the electrification strategies uh, implied by Hyundai as their share platforms. And Kia also has a factory in the US in the state of Georgia, which potentially will see the Apple car being made. The car's prototype is actually rumored to be coming out next year, while the production version is expected to show up in 2024. So pretty interesting move from Hyundai. Uh, while Hyundai itself is seemed as a more premium brand, uh, they definitely tried to upscale Kia lately with the new logo and branding. So perhaps this announcement works on that even more. In the end, we'll see if Apple Car will even make it because there definitely are some speculations and some doubts from the car world that the car will be a success. But right now they're just speculations. We'll see when that actually happens. And that's all I have for today, a short but right to the point episode with a few rumors uh, where I especially enjoyed the Audi e-tron that's coming pretty soon. Some new cars uh, where I really like the curtain and the comparison between Mac-E and Macan and official numbers of the winners in the sales and some perhaps losers or people that decided to quit the markets. Um, I thank you for your listen. Thanks very much again, guys. Check out the previous episodes if you haven't because there's lots of news to uncover there and check out my social channels where I post quite frequently. Thanks very much again. All the best to you. Bye-bye.